So I'm gonna start this intro by asking you guys, how you guys feeling? Let me know in the comments. I mean, the reason I actually I'm doing that is because this particular episode uh, centers around mental health and just finding balance in our lives. Now, as you can tell from the title, Yevgeny, aka Ray, a good friend of mine, decided to come back onto the show. Now, judging from our last uh, interaction, it was interesting to find out some of the shit you know that he, he's been through. But on today's episode. I got to hear like a whole different side and we like really went into depth about his uh, situation, how he dealt with certain things. And remember, this comes off the heels of the tragic loss of Ricky Rick. And to be honest, I was reluctant to talk about it. But, um, you know, once I got that text, I figured, you know what, it was meant to be. So you're going to get to hear a whole different side of a man who's pretty much been through the most to say the least and i hope his story will actually help you guys realize that um there's so much more to life you should take advantage of every moment and not worry about nobody has to say i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode yeah to get let me get in that zone um yeah man we're live bro uh what's up everybody we are back with another one and uh Judging from the title, you can tell this is a reoccurring guest. And, um, yeah, we're here to talk about something that we, we as men, or everybody else really, do, just neglect to talk about. So, but before we get into that, uh, bro. Yo, what's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Because uh. when I got that text, I know shit was real. Which, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, you sent me that text. I was like, ah, okay. Let's, let's do this again. One more time, one yeah, more time, yeah, one no, more time. I think, like, it's a topic that... We need to discuss more about, or should I say, be open about? Yeah, we do, eh? Because um, the weird thing is, you'd be surprised, like how many people actually experience it, mm. or, exp- or go through it, and they just do it on their own. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, you need to like um, shed light on it. Sh- shed light, share it, you know, just basically show people or tell people that it's I, you know, to ask for help or to talk to somebody because mm. it's quite important. Yeah, it is, man. Nah, but before we get into that, man, Ray, yeah. first of all, congratulations. Re- recent graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I, I, I had to put it out there first, man. Let's, let's start off on a good note. I, 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 yeah, man. So, uh, congratulations, by the way, man. Nothing. Well, yeah, why don't you tell the people where exactly you uh, graduated in? I graduated. Yeah, what well, kept you in school for so long, bro? Um, well, of course, it's jazz major. Mm-hmm. And biology minor which is environmental biology yeah so that's basically the course i did which is geoinformation science um, okay. i don't know if i have to <coughs> open yeah. up about what the course does because i'm sure you can google about <laughs> it. yeah they can google but you dumbed it down for me so yeah I, i'm cool <laughs> but but dumb it down for them at least yeah. so. and the thing is you could always find it on the internet <laughs> yeah because yeah, it's it's quite a prevalent career mm-hmm Particularly with, we're busy with the whole information stage. I don't know, they call it the fourth industrial resolu- revolution. Is it? Where it's like, don't oh, quote me. But like, apparently, we're, this whole technical, 
the phase of technology, mm-hmm. information, data. That's the stage we're moving towards. That's true. Um, it's a commodity now, man. Yeah, data. even data is expensive. Data, yeah, data and information. People, I mean, these companies are buying people's <laughs> people's information. Taylor make that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I'm not too surprised about that. Anymore. Yeah. So that's the thing with the field, particularly. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome about it. It's because you can also get some valuable information mm. that so you need, whether it's environmental in an environmental context. Um, what should I say? Infrastructure, anything. Mm. You can always have. Basically, space always has information if you think about it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because there's always like, what is there? Why is it there? Yeah, and you know, because you can always draw a relationship with stuff. Particularly if they the coexist day. in space. Yeah. Like why is this and this there? And yeah, there's always like some kind of relation at the end of the day, if you're looking for it, anyways. Yeah. Just don't sell our shit, man. If I have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's still data, man. But like, yeah. yeah still um, gotta make moves. <sighs> you use, like, obviously there is a sense where you'd want to sell it, but it's more for if you want to educate people or you want to find out more about your country yeah how much do you know about it mm-hmm. i'm sure there's still unknowns in certain spatial contexts or aspects of things so like it's always you know you never know what might be there that's true yeah that's true now nah, but i just wanted to actually let the people know that you know people are accomplished like, <laughs> people that come on the show are accomplished okay <laughs> i'll celebrate when i get a job yeah. <laughs> job market man uh, that's crazy. Because, I mean, I was reading the arti- uh, article the other day. But the Hage thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, he's he's right, but you know, there's a better way to put these things. <laughs> it's um, to articulate yourself. Do you know what's the weird better. thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's right, but... When, let's say, you want to create an industry or a business... You know, you, you always have to think about the demand. Yeah. And I'm not an entrepreneur, so don't quote everything. But mm. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just based on an educated guess, mm. should I say. Yeah. But like, you'd obviously want to see the demand, if there's going to be a demand before you just put it out there. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, what's the point of doing something? And then it fails from the jump. Because yeah. you didn't do your is it due di- diligence. Due diligence, yeah. So you got to check your market, um, the demand, but... What name were like what two three million? Yeah, for three million. Going to go like what six hundred thousand? Is it? Yeah, we should be around six hundred thousand, maybe in between there. But that's population for Bento Gregory. Ah. But now think about that. How many people would actually buy a product, particularly if it's local or your service? Mm. So imagine if you tell people they have to create their own jobs. So that means what fifty percent of youth are unemployed right is it 50 something 60 60 so think about hypothetically think about 60 percent of 600,000 who have to start their own businesses Mm, 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 will that work no 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 so (laughs) i I get i get what it means like you know you have to find your own hustle but i'm like i i get but okay can you give me some tips then yeah (laughs) no because i the government's should i say obligation yeah, I would say they're, yeah, they're obligated to because if they're able to, their job is literally just to build a foundation for us. Yep. You know what I mean? Establish that foundation for us because you want us to create jobs. 
but you're not giving these entrepreneurs a chance to create these jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, where, where, where does it, where does it, where does it end? Or rather, where does it start? I think it's a very delicate situation. Nah, uh, just greed, man. Okay, <laughs> that's if, all that if, it is. If you, if you nail it down, yes, it's it's, it's greed. greed. Uh, excuse me, that is the thing. Um, even the tenders, because that's why I think the tenderpreneur thing. Why they also yeah. start stopped pitching them out as some dudes would deliver low quality jobs, you know. Like mm. Let's say you gotta build a hundred houses. These guys would build subpar houses, low quality houses, and then they still get paid. But mm. most of those houses break down in the next five years. So government yeah. loses, and they lose in a lot of those stuff. Where it's like you, because that's the whole point. You're trying to put you have what a request mm-hmm. for some services or equipment and. You pay them. That's how the government helps these tender, the tenderpreneurs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now you deliver poor quality or a product that doesn't last long. Mm-hmm. Who fa- who loses in the end? Because you already made your money. The government can't bu- can't come back and be like, want our money back? It doesn't work. <laughs> that oh, I don't think it works. <laughs> no returns up in here. Yeah. Man. What do you think about? Remember the the floods that happened? Was it a year ago or two? Can you can we blame? Okay, I don't say blame. I had my own theory. Based on nature, but can you blame what? Who? (laughs) We're talking about poor quality, (laughs) no. But uh, as like engineers, architects, I'm pretty sure a lot of these guys were involved. Um, weren't they like contingency plans just to maybe like okay, what if this could happen? Mm. We don't plan that far, do we? Wait. Now that I get what you mean, Mm. and I I think now. Was it the whole flooding even in Vintuk yeah. where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I get what you mean. I mean, the flats were breaking down. Clean the cooper, clean Vintuk. Yeah, it Clean Vintuk. I was wild. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> <And> <laughs> waterfalls in people's houses, but I'm like, damn. That's actually the thing. Um, you'd expect them to see, like, I had, if we build here, do we have drainage? Yeah, the things like that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And that's actually what I was thinking about. I right, so how did you guys did you guys not consider drainage where the water will run out and stuff yeah. like that? But maybe to an extent they thought about it, but yeah. not like that large like a large amount of water. Yeah. That's probably the reason. Don't get me wrong, guys. I know mother mother nature is cruel, can be cruel, but uh hey man, I'm just trying to be logical at the end of the day. I don't think I don't <laughs> think she's cruel, it's just consequences. It's consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that actually was wild man that was really wild that was really wild yeah man but uh let's get into the nitty-gritty man right because <laughs> uh recently uh we lost a pretty talented man how old was he 34 yeah he's 30 young it's young yeah and begs the question like what are you going through man but I feel like you're the person that would actually shed a little light on this because we had conversations off camera. I mean, off air, rather. You know, just, you know, private chats, but, you, you know, just random shit, man. I'm just like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the day, this is something. It's still a serious subject. It's still a serious subject. I mean, I read, I know, I know this thing skyrocketed since 08 already, especially amongst men yeah. around the world. Like, suicide has just gone up. I don't know why, to be fair. But I think it's like m- about millions per annum. Yeah, and, and it's just and it's just dudes, bro. 
because that portion that portion of women it's 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 significantly low compared to men yeah you do the statistics and yeah. i'm sure people can google yeah they can google i mean look no one's an expert here yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> it's educated guesses here at the end of the day but uh yeah man we lost ricky ricks very unfortunate very unfortunate and to be fair i don't even i didn't even follow up the story like properly i just heard he passed away at first i even thought he he, he swallowed pills or something then it turns out he hung himself that's man that was intense man do you know um <clears throat> and again it's a sensitive topic but mm-hmm. you wonder um when you okay when you're doing that you're like would you want this person to see me that way what do you mean like okay when you're going to end your life right mm. and you consider and I don't suppose people to consider <laughs> the paths, but like uh, you consider hypotheticals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hypotheticals. Okay. And I'm like, you consider what you're going to do, right? Because mm-hmm. the worst thing is if you fail, it might affect your health dramatically, you know? Because oh. that's the thing, like dudes who've tried shooting themselves and then, it's you know, alive. his face is off and he's still alive. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. his jaw is gone and stuff like that. I've seen some videos, people jumping off things. And surviving, yeah. Then they end in wheelchairs and stuff like that. So think about that. That's the thing. Obviously, I don't want to say you should think about it because you aren't supposed to do it. Yeah, right, yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. Get it, you get it. So, yeah. So, <laughs> oh. in, in that sense, even like hanging yourself, man, it's like... Because it wasn't his first time. Should I say it's usually not the first time with most people. I don't want to say it. Again, I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm yeah. not going to keep on giving these disclaimers. I'll just say it now. <laughs> I'm speaking like from personal experience. Yeah, um, yeah. Usually you have to try, uh, not you, you try it quite a few times. If if you're that, if it's that, if it's that deep for you to actually consider that path, mm. right? Because you, you spend time thinking about it, you know, you think about you know, writing a note and everything. So it's quite, you put in the planning time. Yeah. Think about like, I how am I going to do that stuff like that? Because it, it gets obsessive when, when you're in that phase where it's like you start obsessing about, I, how am I going to do this? They've, the, there used to be this on the internet that tells you how to do it. Oh, my God. I don't know. Like, literally, but they say it, there's like a whole disclaimer, like, okay. we don't condone, we don't support doing this. Then why put it up then? Is you know, the, what is what is the thing they had in... Is it in Australia? What, euthanizing? What is the thing where they allow you to die, or they can? I think it happened to I one old lady. Yeah, I, I think it happened think to the I first person. I think it's like it's a. I don't. I don't know if it's a assisted ass- assisted suicide, basically, or assisted <laughs> death. I don't know what term you use, but Grim Reaper. I don't know, but like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Who? Why you? Why would you want to give people? Um, I like think tips. It's, they usually, oh, nothing about the thing, and I think it's more medical. Nah. I don't want to say mostly, like, I, I don't remember, but it's like, you know, if you have a severe illness or medical condition. Uh, like, okay. But obviously, it's still ethically challenged, like, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Nah. But like, I mean, do people really cry when they recognize their dogs? Especially, like, if they're old, injured, like, beyond. Hey. <laughs> okay, you check YouTube. It's obviously there's some stunts where people need views, but I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah. you see people cry for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, in the end, it's like it becomes a family member, right? Particularly mm, if it's mm, around for a long mm. time. Yeah. So I, I guess with some people, it works that way. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how to make sense of it, but what? I mean, at the end of the day, the question, like, like, I, like I was saying earlier, more qu- people people leave this earth, especially people that you know that decide to take their own lives. Yeah. You now they tend to leave more questions than answers. And that's a lot even, of questions. A lot of questions. <laughs> Can you imagine like your last conversation with someone that's probably like bad, not necessarily like the worst thing in the world, but you just had the disagreement, and then you're gonna have to beg the question, man, was that because of me? Yeah. Um. It happens, I guess. Like, mm. but somebody's like, they find out the next day and they're like, yo, I said this in this to them. Yeah. And it's going to drive you nuts again. Depends on, like, if you have the whole guilty conscience and stuff where it's like, it was my fault. But I, to an extent, you can't play somebody, like, for wanting to do that. No, like, if you had an argument with somebody and they proceed with the whole suicide thing. Mm-hmm. You can't really blame this for driving the person. I, okay, I can't say that like in a scenario like that. You 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 can always have an argument, right? Yeah. But it's not. Let's say. Testing. Okay. Back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the question is, man. Yeah. Isn't it? Is it selfish? And I know it sounds. This sounds very bad. The word itself comes off. It's a trigger. <laughs> um, it's a trigger words, but to be fair, not to be fair, but just to make sense of it all, man. Yeah. You know you have these people rely on you, not even financially. Let's just say emotionally, they look up to you, like we said earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, a sense of inspiration, yeah. somebody to talk to. So. And you decide to go ahead with that. Do we have the do we have, do we have the right to call them selfish? Should I say I'm speaking objectively, or let me say I'll speak from both sides, right? Yeah, let's yeah, let's, let's try here from both sides. Because um, again, you could understand why people might say an individual is selfish. Mm. Like you leave behind your family, dependents, mm-hmm. and also friends. Sometimes you 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 don't know how much of an impact you on somebody's life until like they are like it happens, and they're like, yo. I this what happened to who and it was quite could hit somebody very hard and then you were mm. there wondering like they've never told me that for how many years i've known them that's the thing and that's where the selfish part comes in it's like you made this decision on your own mm-hmm. to leave the world mm-hmm. but do the people who care 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 then there's the other side like Particularly what that person's going through. Yeah. And again, I'm not going to say it's an excuse for doing that. You have to consider what, how bad of a situation it is for somebody to actually take their life. Because mm. it's not the easiest thing to do. You don't just ask them to do it. Because particularly if, if you're upset about it, right? Your mind, you are actually also there thinking about dude, what will my family do? Because that also runs through your head when you're trying when you're going through all this. You know, when people write the suicide note and stuff, mm. you write it, and then you're also reading it, and you're like, you 
get or you write, you know, because you basically mention people who might be impacted, you know, you're explaining to everyone. Mm. So, like, my train of thought, wait, um, you're speaking from the other, yeah, the other perspective, yeah. So, like, the person does think about it, like, the whole thing that we might think is selfish, they do think about, like, how I'm going to impact people, mm-hmm. but it comes back to, like, it's a thing of um, this burden what you're going through. I don't say it overrides the people it would impact. But, you know, the mind is okay. Yeah. Right? Um, sometimes that's all it would think about. Right? You, you, you won't even think, let me say, you won't, you won't have a positive outlook in, on the simplest of things, right? Yeah. Because that's the thing. Is if we dive down the whole depression thing, like you can't find a positive in your day to life if we get to the severe part and is, that's is that, what is that how it, is that how it goes like, it, it gets that deep where it's like you don't have any positive thing to fall back on because all your mind is is thinking about is all the negative mm-hmm. let's say you forgot you forgot to to take out the trash your mind would be like dude you see you can't even take out the trash mm-hmm. But it gets worse, you know, because you, everything you do that might be a fault, you can beat yourself up about it in a negative way. And you, the thing is, with that voice of reason, quite small, hey, that yeah. you're trying to give the positive feedback. It's like, yeah. nah, it's not bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to use the word recovery, but usually when you're working your way out of that deep state, mm. I remember one thing told or that I was told is you should start thinking of all victories right ah and just if you shower today <laughs> okay that's a that, win that's that's a win bro there are days like I won't lie to you 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 can't even get out of bed so think about it Shit. so you actually getting up sorry about that guys technical difficulties okay yeah so but that's the whole small victories thing mm-hmm. right it helps div- like is, should I say positive feedback basically um it reinforces that you can still do something. Ah, yeah. Because it comes back to like what I was saying, the whole negative mindset, just obsessed about negativity. Yeah. So there are times you beat yourself up about everything. Like, oh, dude, you aren't worth anything. You can't be and see. So when you with the small victories, you basically tell yourself, no, nah, I can still do this. Mm. So imagine if you keep doing that like on a daily or weekly, monthly basis. And obviously not monthly, but like... Yeah, it amounts to yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same concept, like with uh, off, off, off topic, like with business as well. Or just let me say, rather, let's say going to the gym, even. Yeah, you know, today you're lifting up six uh, six kgs, next thing you know, you're pushing like 50 kg. You know, it's just it's progress, man. Small progress, slow progress is still progress, basically. I mean? Yep, and I remember reading this book, um, what's the book called, Steve Bartlett. A uh, happy, happy, sexy millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> it's a good book though. Now he also just emphasizes a lot on like those small wins; they all contribute to a, a bigger goal. Uh, yeah, that's so now it's the same thing here. Like small, these small positive things are just gonna accumulate and become something even better. Hopefully, yeah. it, it, it's uh, it's usually like that. You know, you develop your routines, your safety yeah. mechanisms, mm-hmm. everything like that. But the thing again is. 
you have to start sometimes you start from zero from scratch and that i guess is what affects people a lot because sometimes you lose a lot a lot of time just to the whole thing of being in your mind yeah. being depressed for a prolonged period like i know there were times where i had to reinvent myself every multiple times every other month not every <laughs> other month yeah. like here is sometimes it's mm. like you had this imprint of the person you were like the past three years where it's like yeah i'm t- i'm this type of person because again you also know your identity right or what you think is your identity yeah and that's what we do for like three years but then you're like with me you know i'd have my cycles and then i'd have a whole dip again yeah and then you have to pull yourself out again from that dip build mm-hmm. up the confidence back to a level then you go again then sometimes you obviously you see like I I can't do this anymore I can't do these habits I can't drink I can't what 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 so you have to change the stuff I mean sometimes you identify with alcohol right you're like yeah. dude I always drink how can I stop drinking <laughs> so you have to make constant changes sometimes yeah. just to develop a better person and the thing is I don't want to say it's a trial and error but sometimes it is like that you know you just have to try some it can get that desperate where you just have to keep trying but it just seems like someone who's dealing with that trial and error is like not an option here. You think about it like okay. If if we go to the extremes of suicide, right? Yeah. I think that's cuz that's basically when you reach the point. Again, I'm not a specialist really. But from a personal perspective, it's like I think that's where you reach the point where nothing works. Mm. Cuz let's say you've tried everything or what you think is everything. Yeah. Because I, rem- I, I remember this guy, basically a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically like, you haven't tried everything. And it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> so like, you can't just say, I tried everything okay. and it doesn't work. Have you really tried everything? Yeah. Like, who knows? Maybe grass stops it. It sounds, <laughs> no, it sounds crazy, but you see there, there are a lot of possibilities of what could with you uh, uh. And now we can apply this to like stuff you do routines and stuff yeah so that's the thing of have you tried everything your diet mm. um do you exercise what time you get up um how is schedule are you just in bed the whole day right stuff like that yeah and that's what like you haven't tried everything yet but obviously back to the point of like when you're at the suicidal phase yeah it's basically where you said like Hey, nothing works anymore, right? You've tried everything, you've tried to work, you've tried to solve this thing out. Yeah. And based on what you've observed, the results and you're like there's nothing actually can help me. Or again, that's what that person might think. Or yeah. you know, the mindset, it's like I've tried everything and it's not working, so obviously the other factors that come in, you know, like I don't know stuff that you're thinking about problems you might have your financial problems it's not only like emotional stuff you know sometimes you're like dude I can't feed my kids for the next what what years mm. and, and then you're like I start catching up yeah and particularly as dudes you know that <laughs> breaks you down right you're like yo I I you have this impression that you were the provider right mm. Mm. let's say you lose your job and it happens with people who kill themselves due to financial reasons and medical yeah. everything right you can add examples but you know you look at yourself and like I, I can't look after my family and you know there's that overwhelming shame where like i can't see myself 
being a man yeah, when I can't provide. provide. I mean, look at like uh, there were a couple of uh, fishermen like when the fish rod scandal broke. Yeah, yeah, I had, had a couple of stories of these guys killing themselves, just taking their lives because they're like, like what you said, I'm a man. All of a sudden, I'm less of a man because I can't provide. Yeah, and it's a society thing, also, man. You know, so it's like when you look, it's weak. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, um, if we're honest with, if we can be honest with each other, yeah, who would actually really care about you if you lost your job tomorrow? Not a single person. Let's say they'd care about you for the first week or month. We're like, ah, dude, I'm sorry, you lost your job. But it gets it. It can only go so far. Eventually, it will get old. Like, I right, dude, you haven't gotten another job yet. Yeah, what are, what are you what, doing? What are you doing, <laughs> right? And and that's the thing. I I don't want to say people only care to an extent, but some people like that's how far it goes. Like, they can do it for a day, a week, a month, mm. a year, if possible. But then they, it's something else. They don't care anymore. Yeah. Then you're still there with your problems, and you still have to deal with them. It can still tie back to suicide thing. Your support network. Yeah. Who do you call when you have a hard time? Yeah, hard time. Because one thing I've realized is, um, you may think you have this support network with certain people, mm. right? I'm saying everyone, but you know, you have this like I that can always rely on this person. Because the thing is with you is. You, if if you're lucky, you could go through one slump, and you make it through. Yeah. Or you could go through like something that that goes on for years. Now imagine you having to call this person every every day, every month. For how many? Years? Mm. Like, like I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. It gets old. I'm sure from perspective, you're like, hi, dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't out loud, but I just think to myself, like, man. I'm not, maybe, maybe I will, <laughs> I'll try, I'll try and do my best. That's all I can do. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's gonna, it's probably gonna bug, but if I know the, the severity of it and what it's likely to lead to, yeah, that shit's gonna fall out the window. I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna have to be there. There's no other way. But just based on what you've, what you said. Mm. But do you know, like, to what extent or what mm. that person's really going through, mm. right? Because, again, unfortunately, you can only, like, what, judge somebody based on the, the surface, their appearance. Mm. But what's going on inside is you don't know. Yeah. And you'll never know, really. You'll never know. So to you, it's like, ah, I'm sure, you, I'm sure you're fine. You can make it, man. Like, you know, you give the pep talk and there's nothing wrong with the pep talk. Mm. Sometimes it can help. But, you know, even there's the other side of it. Like, imagine I'm telling you I'm having this problem constantly. Right? I'm trying to deal with it. Like, I'm doing my best to make it. Right? Because there are times where it's like your best could be just making your bed. Yeah. Or doing the simplest thing. Can you co- every time I contact you, you're constantly giving me a pep talk. Mm. Like, ah, dude, you just keep going. Just keep, I'm like, yeah. But again, <laughs> it's the mind, right? Yeah. To me, I'm like, dude, you do not know how severe it is or mm. to what extent this is affecting. So you giving me a motivational thing every day. How much does it? 
how much does it really help yeah basically how much does it really help but again i don't i don't want to say don't give somebody a motivation okay yeah, what <laughs> i mean but again it's it's the thing of the person going through it whatever their situation is right that person going through the through it and they're constantly you like i need help man mm. let's just talk for what what the same because sometimes it could be the same problem yeah they come to you with the same problem dude and you're just like again but you know it's it's a thing um it's easy to dismiss something you haven't experienced you know very true actually mm. okay. and that's why at the end of the day even asking people like what can i do just to make your life that much more easier it's like there's no like right or wrong answer but then i'm always constantly reminded that look just doing what you're doing because i feel like that person calling you reaching out to you is a sign yeah so i can actually yeah let me reinforce that way it's like the fact that somebody has let's say that person's always talking to you right mm-hmm. and they always want to talk to you that means they have some form of reliance on you right yeah in that sense of support because if that person's actually always contacting you you know like they have they trust you to an extent mm. for them to open up to you and i'm not saying now you should take up the burden or that because again i understand as well where people get tired of it because yeah. you as the person going through it also gets tired. <laughs> no it's yeah. true you're like yeah, how true. much longer and yeah again i'm i'm talking from uh, whether it's a depressive state right because mm. um, actually i actually wanna because i see people are probably listening to this and wondering what the fuck does he know so if it's not too much i'll just maybe just give them a bit just a bit of context as to what you've been through as well if you're okay with that um okay uh should i give like a whole timeline no, just give them a brief description or rather just a brief uh, background because um again like this is coming from this because what you're saying it comes from personal experience per, yeah personal you know experience I mean? so okay um i wouldn't say i was an oddball but like you know with me is ever since or oh, when i was a young to like from a certain age i can't like remember when exactly mm-hmm. um there was i don't know eventually i just you know you feel something changed right yeah. but and that's how like i'm talking hindsight because you know it's only when i got the help i was like dude mm-hmm. so this was actually the problem all along right? uh. but again yeah i don't know when it was like ninth grade 10th grade and i just i changed like whether it's mentally something right and was there a trigger do if i if i'm honest uh-huh. I've, I've 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 sifted through it like everything yeah from the jump maybe yeah. to know and that's a thing it's like a combination of a lot of stuff right just mm, so, accumulating so that's, yeah and it happens again you know you let stuff build up particularly dudes yeah you know you don't express things it builds up it builds up and i was when i was younger i wasn't a very expressive person same building <laughs> so like imagine now you've got all these problems and you're keeping them to yourselves mm. but you're like a teenager right yeah you're supposed to be telling somebody like dude something's wrong <laughs> but it's supposed I to be expressive yeah right? but you know i was always like nah 
I think my mom's got other problems to deal with. I can't tell her about this. And I'm sure there are a lot of people. That's crazy. That's how I feel. Yeah. No, but that's that's how it was like when I was a teenager, right? You're like, dude, your mom's got other stuff to deal with. Yeah, you don't want to make your burden yeah. their burden. Yeah. No, and that's the thing always. You always get to that point where you think you're a burden to somebody. But okay, that's how I, that's how it started, right? Yeah. And I I did some wild things when it's when when it eventually got bad. Mm. But I don't think it wasn't as severe where I was trying to take my life like in high school. But it's questionable stuff. Yeah. Questionable stuff. Nah. I, I okay. I'll basically say like dude I used to carve into myself. Really? Really. And well, what was that? Oh, 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 what was like the emotion behind that? There was no emotion. That is the funny part. Like, you know You're trying to feel pain. You're trying to feel something. I guess if it makes sense, and again, it's if if you've gone through it, you know that phase where it's like you basically don't feel anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why pain is the trigger, right? Um, the whole self harm thing, but you you get to that point where it's like it gives you a form of relief as well, eventually, because it's complicated man <laughs> and yeah. i'm just talking because now i'm in another but you know, yeah yeah now we're and, gonna, this one yeah and it's we're like gonna. it was a form of like emotional relief mm. it's like even though it's pain i just felt something and you know the body i don't want like body chemistry there's always a thing the hormone that releases like when you're in pain you're basically what what's the thing uh, the hormone that releases it's like it's a chemical to to yeah. help you with your pain tolerance but basically it makes you should i say it's like an anesthesia or it calms your body okay um but that is the thing your body basically gives off this should i say reaction but like it's it calms you down and this is when you're um Yes, when you, <laughs> when you, <laughs> but like, um, the thing is, like, self harm has many, many ways in, in which people conduct it, right? Mm-hmm. And mine just happened to be that type. Okay. But like, um, you read up about it, you know, and it's the same thing. Of it's not always self harm, you know. Some people do it's the endorphins. Yeah, okay, yes, it's endorphins. <laughs> it basically <laughs> okay. it basically calms you down or it's like it gives you that mellow. Yeah, it's like you know, but it's the body's response because like I do it, we're hurt. But then your body's like, I now calm down, calm down. Because it's a whole panic thing and what but but hey, if the medical people can probably <laughs> explain it. But yeah, that's the, the chemic uh is it a hormone, I think? It's a uh, hormone. Uh yeah yeah but like yeah um it got to that point man where i was carving into myself and the weird thing is then i went to school the next no it was like holiday yeah so i went to school when the semester started Now, dude, it's hot as fuck. So I'm wearing a, je- a jersey. Oh, and you're sweating like yes. shit. and now i'm sweating like shit and 
there were, were, yeah, there were points where people were like, dude, why do you have a jersey on? It's <laughs> 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 <So> sweating, man. <right? laughs> oh, the thing is, oh, I'm man. laughing about it, but like, it was quite, it was quite it's, serious. It's actually, um, this comedian was like, once you can laugh at your pain, it kind of, it's kind of like a sign of you owning it. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, no, it it's like ownership and yeah because like, you know what happened yeah. like no i beat it so i'm like fuck it yeah so mm. that's the thing that's why i'm also not okay i am scared not scared but like you know you don't want to reveal a lot yeah too like, much yeah yeah no yeah. Ah, believe me man uh but that's why i'm like when people ask me stuff i'm like i'm willing to talk about it because you don't you never know what it could help somebody but then i'll still tell you try to see an expert or something mm. but like you know a mellow talk obviously i'll talk to somebody and be like help you out through certain things but like yeah back to the yeah, <laughs> the jersey the thing. jersey thing yeah. so i was <laughs> i'm sweating what does excuse me <laughs> the thing is with me um i was i was fairly a quiet dude in high school okay. very reserved and okay introverted yes but i think it got it was probably a very extreme set of introverted <laughs> because um, you know it's the weird thing that happened it's like it? in heights in high, like obviously high school like there there were there you know it's a b c d the grades yeah the grades. and we used to integrate with different classes mm-hmm. and the weirdest mm-hmm. thing is in the 11th grade people are like dude what's your name i've seen you in class <laughs> but i didn't even know what you so imagine this yeah so you're under the radar the whole time under the radar but you're in the yeah. same class people sometimes. that's crazy man and that's when i started talking to people and it's just nah. like the 11th grade obviously i still know obviously i'd still chill with guys um during break and stuff but like i was naturally a reserved person uh, so this, this, this this conversation became a little more meaningful basically yeah yeah they okay. did but like um eventually you know i had to take off my jersey and it was you know i think have you ever felt like exposed when you talk to people in the sense of like let's say you do a presentation right mm-hmm. and it's like it's basically like people can see through you that, ah, that feeling okay. so okay i see so when i when you reveal stuff like that you're like okay what are these people thinking about me now and stuff like that and to me it seemed normal right because that's how i was dealing with stuff back yeah then. so my thing was always like everyone else is going through this <laughs> but not necessarily right mm-hmm. again people every, everyone goes through it but like you know the things you are doing is not what everyone else is doing made right? sense to you yeah not everybody else and obviously again i was a kid but mm. oh teenage whatever title you want to attach and I thought it was like normal, like everyone else was doing it. But it's all their reaction, though. In all honesty, shock. It was everything: shock, judgment, mm. positives and negative. Yo, do you need help? And the other side, dude, are you crazy? What, what, what? You know, are you gonna shoot up the school? <laughs> dude, it, it, it has it has happened, man. But like, um, obviously, the positives and the negatives. You know, the people were actually like, yo, man. Um, everything mm. fine and what, what what and i carried that through high school um obviously mm. to university um first year 
And I think it's also that thing of, okay, I did have classmates. There were people I spoke to and stuff. Mm. But like, you, I don't know what happened, but that's, I think, when my second, like, severe depressive episode happened. But I think I just shut down, which is the weird thing. You know, there were times when we were in class, and then I'm just looking out of the window, and I'm like, I've reached this point where I don't, I don't actually care about anything anymore, right? Mm. And it comes back to the thing of having, um, you're dealing with negative thoughts constantly, right? Yeah. And do you know what was the weird thing? It, it was so bad that I remember it was exam time. I forgot to print my freaking timetable. I didn't even know that I was writing a, an exam wow. one day. Just the homie called me like, dude, we're writing. And I'm like, writing what? An exam. And that's how like my, my brain was vacant. Sure. Like that's how bad it got. Uh, I remember it was um, I think that year where I first tried like committing suicide. Okay. And it's like, but obviously you know what I was doing again. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, otherwise I wouldn't be here. That was yeah. the first time it happened. And. I don't know if I should give details, but nah, man. yeah. So that was the first time it happened. And my mom found out, and she's like, "Dude, what's wrong?" And stuff like that. And mm. it ties back to when I was a teenager, and I'm like, I ain't trying to give my mom problems mm. to think about. So you're just holding it in. Yeah. Again. And then <sighs> she finds out, mm. and now it's still about now it's bugging me, and I'm like, that's one thing I've never wanted. Like you know, you don't want to give that word to somebody else. Mm. And same thing, you know, if it's a relationship, friends, you aren't trying, because it back to the whole thing of being a burden. Mm. You aren't trying to put your weight on someone else. Whether it's your parents or somebody you're in a relationship with, it's friends, right? Yeah. Because you're like, I'm sure they're dealing with their problems, so why should I have their problems, uh, my problem theirs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I remember I, I used that line once upon a time. Like, yo, I don't want to be a burden to you, man. And then they were like, who said you're a burden? But you know what's the weird thing? Again, yeah. we're having the the conversation. Yeah. It's like the mind is very tricky. It is, man. <laughs> it can, like, create scenarios. Yeah. And that's, I think that's where, like, I was at that point where my mind was basically driving itself, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, yo, I might be a burden right now. Uh, that's all it boils down yeah. to, man. Yeah, no, it, there's some people who are gonna be there for you regardless. But again, I'm not saying mm-hmm. there aren't people. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the thing of it's more of an internal thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need to tell people. I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying tell everyone, but like you're like, dude, I'm having a problem right now. Mm. Right? Comes back to you have to let stuff out, express yourself. Yeah. Same thing with that. Like, you won't know that you aren't a burden if obviously. But like, in your mind, it's only if somebody tells you, like, nah, dude, what do you mean? Yeah. So you get what I mean. And that's, but, you know, like, dealt with, uh, what is it now? With it till uh, high school. You know, 10 years till I got, like, proper help from a psychologist. Uh-huh. And then they're like, yo, this, this is, and that's the thing. What was the, the best part is obviously I'm removing a lot of information. That yeah, the in between. Yeah. yeah. 
because there was a lot of dumb things I did, but um, obviously I'm not gonna. Nah, it's okay. Though, yeah, <laughs> I I did do some dumb things. Yeah. Like um, that's when I got the help, and I'm like, yo, because with me is, I've always just you know you try to find somebody who can relate to what you're going. Through. Yeah. So again, at first you think everyone's going through it, but then you're like, nah. Why am I like this and everyone else is cool, right? Yeah. And I don't like the points where I was doing some dumb stuff for attention, but in the sense of you try to find somebody who can to rate who can relate to what you're going through, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't find anyone. Until like the psychologist was like, nah, dude, this is what's happening. They and then I'm young. like, wait, what? <laughs> and then you see now I look back at everything that I was doing and I'm like, they explain everything to you and you're like, oh, yeah. So, I'm not so that wasn't normal. Yes, like basically. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And um, But like, yo, uh, obviously I don't know the doctor's name and stuff, mm. but like there's, there's one dude and this was recently. Recently. Yeah. Oh, I was 15 where it's like, he, I don't know if you can call this nigga like me, <laughs> but probably legit, did. You yeah, probably did. Uh, like, and that's the thing. Like, when I saw this guy, bro, it took about maybe a year max, and like, I, it comes back to the mind, the small routines that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That's where he started with me. Like, I do. What do you do every day? Nice. I start doing your bed every day. You know, simple routines. That's mm. what he started with me. Try going for a walk. Open your curtains. Open your windows. Simple stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That's where we started. And weirdly enough, you develop some level of confidence with that help, mm-hmm. like or with that person giving you instructions. Right. Because the thing is, you can't lie because you always have a follow up every other week. So, you're <laughs> like, yo, so, yeah, so it's <laughs> impossible. Like no. Because no. eventually, no. even if you lie, eventually they're like, nah, I I can tell that you are, you aren't doing anything. Right. <laughs> and that's the cool thing. There was somebody holding me accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was always like... Are you still seeing him to this very day? Because now it's based on an annual basis. Cause ah. Because obviously you've progressed. Yeah, I've like progressed. Years, and, and that's where he's like... I don't have to him constantly because, you know, I can basically function on my own. Mm. Or to mm. the extent that you need um, constant help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's every year I like to see him once. Just to, you know, have a... Is it a checkup or something? But like basically just your how to year go. Um, chit-chat. Yeah, right? chit-chat. Yeah. Uh, that is the thing. But like that homie was like, yo, he he revealed. Or should you say revealed? Yeah. Like a, a lot of stuff, a lot of information that I was trying to ah, get what I mean. Okay. Like I, you know, I'm not saying you're going crazy, but like you're like, obviously something's wrong with me, but I don't know what's wrong with me, right? And that's the thing that was like that happened with me. It's like you were going through this, and some people till this day said they didn't like until it got severe. Where I was like, I'm having this. To them, it just seemed like you're a normal person because, like I said, I was always a reserved person. Mm. So they're just like, ah, no, it's just him. Until you do the extremes, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's not. Yeah. So yeah. people, I don't know, they don't know the symptoms, but comes back to community as well right where some people don't believe in certain things where it's like if you tell somebody you're depressed you're a b and c yeah it's, it's alien eh? yeah well how, how 
to what extent will they be like ah do you need what 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 you know symptoms and everything but like yeah no one ever told me about or even gave me the impression that dude you're depressed nobody ever told me that yeah, it's unknown right. to them hey? yeah until i got there and i'm like hi and then he like started giving me like re- like what, what um information mm-hmm. sites links basically resources to go read up on, about stuff what to do and stuff yeah. he basically helped me build you know build up this routine and should i say uh, sides um if you ever go through that you know you have some form of response to it yeah, yeah. If, let's say you go through a depressive state you know you have these mechanisms in place to help you get back to where you are yeah, right? yeah. And that's what he taught me to do and everything. But again, um, everyone has a different journey, right? Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I can't speak for everyone. I'm just speaking from experience. Yeah. But that was basically mine. Obviously, I didn't heal a lot, but I've experienced, like, from the highest of points to, like, the lowest points where it's, like, your survival is based on minutes or hours. Yeah. Just making it through the day type of extremes. That was a scary thing that you said to me. Which is what? Like, it can be based on it hours. It can be based on hours or minutes. And I'm just like, yo. It can be. That is very true. Where it's like you get to that desperate. You're like, because it comes, like, think about it. If you, if you had a broken leg, right? Mm-hmm. And this broken leg wasn't healing. Every day you're like limping and like, dude, when does my leg finally recover, right? Yeah. Then obviously it doesn't sound, but I'm trying to make you think about how annoying or how desperate you'd become. Mm. Like every day, right? But you know, with a broken leg, eventually it healed. The doctor could tell you, I had um, the next, what, what week, the next month, we can remove the cast and you should be fine. Now the same can be said (laughs) Yeah, no, but I, I get the analogy yeah. though. I get it. <laughs> so like, think about that. It's like it's a, it's a, it's a never-ending itch. Y- yeah, basically. Yeah. So you're like, when does this finally end? Mm. Was there substance abuse? In, was that also in, involved? Again, I said I did a lot of dumb things, okay. right? <laughs> that says everything. Um, <laughs> but again, it's should I say the whole coping mechanism thing? You know, um, but. I wouldn't say, if we say, I don't want to say the word abuse because I didn't use it to the extreme that I abused it. No. But it was just there. Yeah, so it's like it was accessible and I'm like, ah, let me also do it. Oh, God. But obviously I wasn't always, like, it was never my thing. Yeah. It made me feel worse. I was like, nah. Yeah, it amplifies it. <laughs> yeah, it amplifies it. Oh, it's not how I want it to be. So, so, yeah. Obviously I did a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, that's the sense of regret that hits me now. Oh. Where I'm like, I wish you didn't do this. I wish you didn't do that. Right. But it happened. Yeah. But I still have a lot of regrets. But obviously, you can't be living on regrets. Comes yeah. back to, you know, creating a, a new identity, mm. a new individual. Mm. Obviously, I'm not saying, you know, you create, but that's the thing with a personality. You can change yourself. Yeah. If you have to, to adjust something or that, basically, a trait or a habit that doesn't doesn't benefit you or let's say it's toxic to towards you as an individual yeah, you can always do yourself mm. and that's the thing that i did like i i reinvented myself and that's where i am now the whole 2015 
to now is where let's say let's say this is the best form of myself that i built mm, this version of you eh? yeah so but it took years for me to go through it and be like okay this is the type of person that you can be yeah it doesn't happen overnight guys <laughs> but doesn't you lost a lot of time you but, what I mean. time. but you know you can't dwell on that anymore man unfortunately yeah you can't because yeah. it happened what uh, what do you do from here it's, it's more like what yeah like i you got out of it right mm-hmm. what are you gonna do now and it's not in the sense of a negative way it's like mm. it prove to yourself that you are still worth something yeah right because it's not about how it started or how it's ending yeah, it's how, how, how it's going yeah how it's actually progressing man because it's always like that people won't look at you like i so or i don't want again i'm not speaking for everyone but mm. my idea is people won't look at you and be like i um you 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 have a drug problem right what 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 okay they will and they will judge you on it but when you get out of that most people won't bring up your past particularly if they respect you right yeah if you're trying to build something good or trying to improve yourself they won't look at your past as something exactly they'll be like i'd who are you now because this is who you were mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but who are you now as a person and that's the important part right because yeah. your past is still your past you won't change it but it's always about okay who can you be now Anybody who decides to bring your past up just to, you know, trigger yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. asshole. It's usually, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. It's usually. Because you want me to progress at all. You yeah. Just, you want me to be stuck. Because that's the thing. Like, if somebody still brings up the past you and like, yo, ah, you used to, and I'm like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. You, you basically don't respect the work that person has done to the point mm. they are now. And that's the thing. And we don't have time for that no more, man. But like, yeah, um, I had a bumpy ride, yeah. a very frustrating one as well. I mean, dude, yeah. I, I'm, I, I want people to actually get, get it to their heads that uh, the people that I bring on also, it's not just you know, it's just not for fun and games to laugh, but also just give you context like, yo, this shit is real. Yeah, yeah, no, you um, know, like it. Cause now everyone's all of, all of a sudden everyone's preaching mental health, mental health. It's like it's been happening. It's it's, you know? it's been happening for probably years, and that's the yeah. thing. And I just don't want it to be another hashtag. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, <laughs> it already is. Um, and yeah, yeah look, I don't want to be another hashtag, man. Because it it because that what what that means here today, gone tomorrow. It's basically how they are, right? Something happens today, and they're like hashtag what? Mm. Or for a week at least, and then yeah, it's, it's gone. Yeah, I mean, look at the whole Russian Ukraine thing. Like it's <laughs> I was talking about it then all of a sudden yeah. but know. I guess you know it's it. just how we as humans are not like these days it's like uh, stuff happens so fast that like you know this happens now you hashtag it next week something else. Mm. it's basically like pop music right guys <laughs> release a song every week yeah. and you're like I do, why are you still playing that <laughs> <laughs> it's old news man it's the same thing with just hashtags right same thing with like hashtags or like what what month you know, they'd hashtag that whole month and then after that people change yeah that's true so but uh, we had a, uh um, before we got in here yeah we're kind of pretty much talking about the influence a father can have on situations like this man because here we are here, we're in a society right now where We're talking about toxic masculinity, right? 
Yeah. I'm like, it's only toxic if you know if you just be a, if you're yeah, just a bad yeah, person in general. Because uh, I feel like masculinity is something that should be practiced, provided you're not like trying to hurt anyone intentionally, especially. Yeah. But because a man needs to be a man, but let's also not forget we're emotional beings. So, do you know how many times I've I've asked this question, especially my, amongst my female friends, man? I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, if your boyfriend has to come to you right now, Even sobbing, just crying. yeah, <laughs> sobbing, him telling you. And it, the reaction I got from these women, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Because I laugh about it to this day. Because I'm like, you guys are full of shit. Because you want us to share. <laughs> you really want us to share, but you're going you're gonna to hold it against us at some, at some point. It's basically so like, what's the ammo. Point? It's basically it's ammo. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like... Oh, that's my train of thought. I was talking about dads, but... Yeah. Um, basically, men opening up. Yeah, men opening, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the concept now. Do, do you feel like that's the way forward right now? As far as just, as far as progress into just becoming better men, like, um, w- do you feel like we need to talk more with each other? Do we, do we need to go to some AA group for men? It doesn't even have to be an AA group, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Hi, Ray. <laughs> My name is Ray. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, um, the one thing that I can commend like let me not say feminism in the whole toxic sense but like yeah. the 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 uplifting of women yeah. right yeah. the thing about feminism is they've built all these networks where women come together and, and talk about they have different ones right they have mm. business stuff they have uh, the moms single moms yeah yeah yeah, yeah they basically it. have like groups, groups where they they meet up and they talk about certain things right mm-hmm. and i'm not saying all of them obviously there are still people from or who don't even know about them right but mm. we we one thing we can agree upon is women are more open than men True. In, the, in the extent of even emotional stuff or just support right to mm. to an extent because <laughs> yeah. i've heard some girls who have problems with each other but like you know we're in that age where women are being uplifted Right. Mm. If, if we talk about you know you check um marketing check the internet right the promotion of, the, of 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 women strengthening them and that's not a bad thing that is a perfectly good thing right yeah the thing is um men aren't strengthening themselves and i don't mean like on an individual basis but like it's a collective yeah it's a collective right you hear about the manosphere of or the groups where you find different groups, uh, or groups where you find groups, groups where you find individuals. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, um, it's a whole support thing, right? Yeah. They hold you accountable. These guys, they even have reading sessions where they go through a book. It depends on like which group you're with, right? Mm. Guys gym together. Because um, if you go through the old ministry, it's a, it's a very big. Yeah, it's old. So there are different niches, like they're the gym guys, they are the the sporty, the guns, the mm, books, everything, mm. finances, but there are groups. But the thing is, I've, that's like, I've seen it in the States mostly, right? Where it's like, you go on YouTube and you search. Yeah, you and see you all find these dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing it's, I don't know if it's just a thing of human nature, but it's always better to be there physically, you get what I mean? Mm. To feel that, you know, you've got these guys with you in the room. Yeah. It's not the same when you're like over the camera or over zoom or something mm. that com- basically being like um 
comrades, whatever you want to call it, the brotherhood, like that's that's the thing. Um, we need that strengthening because camaraderie. Yes. Is that the, that's the yes, that's the, the word. We need that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you like men aren't being strengthened anymore, and I don't mean it in the sense of how the toxic side of men, like mm. he is the the breadwinner and stuff like that. Because I don't I'd say it's toxic because some people don't support that anymore. Because mm. it's, it's a bad thing now. But like the traditional to be, to be a provider or no, let me not say provider because. Um, you know, or just the theory itself. I'm tiptoeing on this because I don't want to <laughs> get it. But the man was always the dominant one, right? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but now if you see that in this culture, uh, ah, yeah, yeah, you get question marks. You get what I mean. Mm. I'm sure if you said the man is supposed to be the dominant one in the household these days, it's just words at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's again, just words. Again, that's why I'm not on social media. Because if you posted, <laughs> if you posted that on social media, it get flamed. Yeah, get flamed. Yeah. So, it's but, the world. But that's why I'm like, the traditional men have always been. Obviously, there were, there were times, you know, and we can bring up even tradition, hmm. where you know that it's a rite of path, uh, pa- passage. Yeah, 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 passage. Yeah, yeah, rite yeah, yeah. of passage where. You know the the men take the boys to go perform some ritual. Mm. It's oh, like hunt. they become men, yes. Or yeah. Um, but that you see that rite of passage was like back then, and I, I guess there's still a few communities who do that nowadays. You know the rural communities mm. that hold up tradition. But like what as a modern society, what do fathers do right now? Like as a rite of passage mm, for yeah. you as I, I'm going to basically this is how. I see you as a man, or we're going to do this activity, and if you pass it, you're a man. And I don't mean man, but I don't mean man in the sense of, you know, I always think about the toxic thing, but like... Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just being a, a, a legitimate, um, responsible yeah. human being, man. Yeah. Basically like man. a mentor to you, right? Yeah, exactly. If, if Even better, yeah. When your dad sees you like, I had you a man now, he, he re- respects your decisions that you make because he's like, I taught you everything mm. you need to know, right? Obviously, you're still a kid, but he'll be like, um, "This is what I'm grooming th- you for." Yeah, this is what I'm. Gro- I'm teaching you everything I know. You get because yeah. that's the same thing with them taking the kids out for hunting. Right? Obviously, you don't want anyone to get killed, so you teach them. I this is how you hold a spear. Yeah, this is what you do. Same stuff in modern society. What do we do, or what do dads do, to prep their sons for like, "I, right, um, you're going out into this world." That's my next question. Now, the dads are modern day. The modern day fathers, not not to say not to say like you know because initially when we brought up um, when I gave you that that example of the forties, the forties and eighties, yeah. like there was war and stuff, and so fathers weren't really necessarily there yeah. constantly, but and obviously they're raised by women, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just obviously there are certain things women can't teach a man, you can't teach a boy rather, yeah. So and now, it usually reflects when. Like in the teen, yeah, it starts to show. Yeah. Where so it's like you see, you you can notice the void or the lack mm-hmm. of a figure. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, that is also another issue. We don't know how to. We don't even have to talk to another man, another individual, another yeah, another dude. Like, cause if it's not about women, it's not about some money. Or oh, the last time I got 
song and I got then I did this. It's it's about nothing really. Do you know like the thing is it's should I say it's sad? <laughs> no, it's sad, um, man. Because it's affecting us yeah. now. The, like, like have you noticed dudes uh right now were com- always competing with each other for some fucking reason. And, and it's unhealthy. It, it, it's the unhealthy kind of competition. Because yeah, there is the good competition. Yeah. Right, where it's, it's like, like bro, I did this. Like, oh, wait, I'm a match you. I'm, I'm a match you. Like, okay, I bought this guy. <laughs> also, but yeah, you match you. There is the rubbing shoulders type of Yeah, um, like a good competition. Com- competition where it's yeah. like, they drive you, you drive them. Because again, it comes back to the com- camaraderie. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, is it iron sharpens iron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole accountability thing where let's say I'm competing with you, right? And I did this. I got this deal. Obviously, I won't do it. And that's one thing I've, I've observed. It's they don't always do it in like a, a negative type of way. The competition, it's like they would pitch you, right? So what what, what deal are you going to win and stuff like that? Mm. So it's it's that sense of of, of competing with not not the toxic type of competition yeah, where it's, it's like it's always trying to get one up on me and embarrass the other person and trying to humiliate and yeah and it's like bro and it, and it just reminds me how 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 unfortunate i am to have the the, the people i have in my life in my circle at least you know um you know look sometimes you gotta clean your circle yeah, and that's that's the thing. Got a few or you gotta leave the circle. <laughs> <That> <laughs> is you're the fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, it's not in the sense of like belonging, or let me say you don't belong there. But it's like if your soul is not improving, what are you doing there? And I don't mean in the sense of like they always want to one-up you in the sense of again let's say you 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 have this accomplishment or mm. you accomplish something and then somebody's like nah but i did this not in that sense but in like your circle will always be like i you did this right and then they're like i so push for the other thing that you were thinking about or why don't you try this as well because i remember you told me about this idea right yeah and uh, the thing that I've observed back to like we don't have meaningful conversations as guys. It's like you'd get drunk and talk about some dumb stuff and go home. Yeah. I mean, it's it's standard. I mean, yeah, having yeah, fun. Not, it's all good. You're having but fun, but like you know, there was a day where I realized, like, dude, I'm not learning anything. And <laughs> <laughs> again, it's not you know, I don't hate on the guys on the circ in the circle, but it's like you come to this point of realization, like. How long am I going to keep doing this? Yeah, man. I mean, like, you know, like, like you said, it's nothing, nothing personal or anything. Yeah. But at the end of the day, look, if you say, okay, cool, I'm done with this shit for now, yeah. and I start, you know, making my own moves, start progressing. Yeah. The one thing I always told myself is, when I make it, I'm gonna bring these guys with me. Whoever is willing to put in the work as well. Okay. Yeah. I, understand I can't. That. I don't wanna. Cause, look, at the end of the day. My personal goal is to build this thing called wealth. Financial, every 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 aspect of wealth yeah. is health is wealth, <laughs> all that. Yeah. But I feel like I can't do it by myself. And even if I even if I, even if I do accomplish it, what's the use of me having it by myself, having all this? Like, I want to share it. 
Um, they only are people. if <laughs> <laughs> only if, wait, only if you're willing to be me halfway also, man. Yeah, you know. Um, that's what I, that's what I want. I see I envision people. That's what I want. My counter. Mm-hmm. What should I say? My counter statement. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's not a courtroom, bro. It's <laughs> like yeah, um, <laughs> you know, when 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 you start let's say improving yourself. Yeah. When you start building that wealth, right? You become a, a different person, basically. And I don't okay. mean it in the sense of like I you write off everyone, but like You're growing, man. Yeah. Yeah. But even your grind, right? You have to start, you know, having routines or you read every day or mm-hmm. basically you're studying the things and I don't mean studying in academic sense, but like you're studying this field that you're obsessed with and that you're trying to succeed in, right? Yeah. And usually when you come from the old person to this person who's trying to grow or develop wealth, there is something in you that changes. It's not obviously you changing completely as a person, but you have a different way of seeing things. You look at life differently, right? Like, let's say you used to be the guy who would always want to drink every day before, but now you decided to change your routine. Now you you only drink every second weekend. I I totally get it. but obviously nothing wrong with drinking, but you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And then you come back with this wealth that you accumulated, right? Mm-hmm. What if your homies are still the same? You get what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's 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 the that's the red flag. You should actually pay attention to them, because event like like what you said, man. When you start to you know change your life and yeah. work for the better, some things are gonna suffer like those kinds of relationships but people who see the bigger picture i feel like will like, take your energy on and also want to do better and that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to do uh, okay also. I, I i i get what you yeah. mean because yeah, yeah, yeah. if i'm doing good and i'm not like trying to rub it in your face but i'm just like hey man i'm doing this and i know you do this yeah so you want to help me maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. like yeah i want to fund the project or something something yeah. like that like, yeah I, but those relationships are going to suffer and you are going to be looked at <laughs> and called all kinds of names, man. Which brings me back now to the support group that you have. Yeah. What is that? You know, what defines that support group? You know? Hey, yo. Yeah, bro. Um, like for me, that's what I'm saying, man. I, I'm, not, I'm no leader, but if I succeed, you should, you should take that as a, like a as a hint also like okay if i if if i can do it you can do it as well okay yeah yeah i guess you know um in that sense it's always like you could always be a beacon right yeah like yeah (laughs) okay yeah if you want to get all cliche (laughs) what did i hear there from a beacon of hope i I think it's basically these marvel movies or not yeah (laughs) one of them but like that's the thing and it's always like but you know this guy who makes it out of his neighborhood Mm. and you guys were living together so you're like I, if he can do it I can do it as well but it's not in a comparison type of way but you're just like um, he made it out so let me also try to make it yeah, out let me find my own avenue yeah. and that's the thing but a lot of people don't or sometimes you and I don't want to say too late because I think being late is relative in the sense of um, yeah. success yeah because no, you know right. There are guys who reach success at 60, but obviously yeah. that's a long time. But like, I just mean, 
you could always accomplish it if you start working on it let's say today yeah so whether you're 20 30 40 right yeah. if you had this goal you're like i don't want to do this dude i have a i think a perfect chinese proverb i like came across recently which is yeah, it was dope because it made so much sense I don't know if I said it, but continue, man. Continue. Um, but like, yeah, that's 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 what I think. So when somebody makes it out of the hood mm-hmm. and like you should see it as an inspiration. Yeah. And if exactly. it's in your circle and the guy comes back and he's like, yo, uh, I'm trying to help you guys out. That's Deep. even a better thing. Right. So so that's what I'm trying to say. There is that side of you that will come back. And if you come back. Yeah. But there's also the dude who, who gets a new network or makes a new group of friends. <laughs> it happens. And <laughs> that's one thing I've realized. And it's not to be a bad person, but it's like if you move up to a certain level, mm-hmm. you meet people in that level. Exactly. You start networking with people. Exactly. And I don't mean that you should look down on the, the other people. That's not what, I, what I'm trying to say. And that's the problem with some of these. It gets to that point <laughs> there, like, yeah, I'm talking to you. It's like, bro, what the... <laughs> um, wait, wait, I read... I don't know where I read, but it's like... Um, wealth, you know, when you accumulate wealth. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be like you... Um, should I say hog it or like you keep it to yourself? When you get this wealth, you should help people. Just people in low level, people who are trying to come up, you mm-hmm. know... You help, should I say yes, sir? But like the lesser community in the sense of resources. Yeah. You should use this wealth to bring up the suffering. I think it was in the Bible. I don't know. But it's like, (laughs) hey, yo. The thing is basically, like let's say you moved out and you succeeded and you came back. Mm -hmm. You'd want to help the guys who are in your community. Yeah. And that's the whole thing with wealth. It's not about you accumulating. Okay, maybe I'm not wealthy, so I don't know. But like, obviously, you want to come help people who are doing worse than you are. Right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to make people's lives better. Because mm-hmm. I think there's some form of fulfillment in that. Com- let me not say compared to buying a Bugatti. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> That's something completely but, but like, you know, yeah. you helping a community, there's always something big about it. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a different feeling when you're helping a person. And that's what I mean in the sense of like, if you get your wealth, you come back and you help out. Yeah, man. But it also it also comes down to um, you can teach a man how to fish. What's that? What's that saying? I can I can oh wait I can I can lead you to water, but I can't force you to drink it. Isn't that the thing about the donkey? Something like, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I know I fucked it up, but <laughs> the, the but the the idea is like, I can give you everything that you want. But oh, what happens when I leave or I'm not yeah. there anymore? Are you able to sustain yourself? So it's like you can give a man everything, but if you teach a man how to fish, he won't, he'll never starve. Yeah. Basically, he can catch his own fish. Right? Yeah, so he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but the, the support structures, I mean, we've been all over the place, man. Yeah, basically. Place, yeah. but, um, <sighs> but like I said, I'm happy. I'm glad to have the people around me. Know, the friends that I have, because the end of the day, I, I could fairly say I went through my own, uh, you know, my own situations. Yeah, we, that's the thing. Look, yeah. um, the thing that you I know? Was, like, I, I, I don't, my situation, or I don't invalidate anyone else's mm. situation. And that's not like the whole point of this or me talking. It's I'm not alone, like, man. You know, it's more of like, 
we all have situations yeah that's the thing right and it's just making the best out of your situation so i'm sure you had a situation that someone else would be like yo there was a (laughs) dude i was i was i just just wasn't right bro yeah my body i was like i was really tiny and (laughs) Wait, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> even, the sh- even the shit I was doing d- wasn't helping at all. Nah, shit. Yeah. No, no, but that's that's the thing. Um, I think like we all have problems, right? Mm. We've all got problems, and it's about how we tackle them, or basically being open about them, right? Um, if if you have something that you're dealing with. You shouldn't be ashamed to tell certain somebody your support your support group mm-hmm. that you're experiencing it because that's what they're supposed to be there for people are supposed to help each other out but the worst thing that can happen is you go through something bad and your experience turns into a hashtag for a week Eesh. bars <laughs> bars bars but, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you, no you're right, you're right but i still find myself like uh Okay, look, I'm still stuck in my ways on certain things, so I like I still find hard I still find it hard to reveal certain things, cause like you said, man, like ammo people use that shit as ammo to yeah. you. It's like, man, I don't want that, cause I've seen it way too many times. But I also see the positives, cause I've shared it with the least. Lucky for me, <laughs> I shared it with the right people, and they helped me. I I guess with me, the thing about ammo is. To an extent, I've revealed a lot about me. So oh yeah, no, so no, no. You you told me. <laughs> I mean, even the first day, like, man, I don't, dude, I don't talk too much about this. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, ah, it's so, all good. But like once the thing, like once your ammo is out there, right? Mm. What can you basically blackmail me on if I've already put it out? Have <laughs> I said? Have I said what I said? <laughs> uh. Like, hey, you used to do this and this. I'm like, yeah, I used to. <laughs> so, so what's, what's the your point? point? Yes, that's <laughs> the thing. You. Like once you have ammo on me, what are you gonna use it for? Yeah, everyone already like like that like that eight mile scene. Yeah, the, the, the last, last battle, yeah. <laughs> Dude laid it out, and he's like, okay. And and what you got? Yeah, like uh, what the white trash or that? Yeah. But like yes, I still find myself watching that scene every time. No, it, <laughs> look, that was a good like. If we're talking bars, that yeah. was good. Yeah. And good. and the energy, the way he delivered it, it was great. But like he basically laid out his ammo. So yeah. what are you gonna do about it? What can you possibly use against me now? Yeah. You're gonna call him white trash when you already acknowledged that yeah. he's white trash. Right, Come so on. What? <laughs> and that's the thing. There is. Obviously, the positives and negatives are about revealing uh, mm, yeah. certain things. But <laughs> I think once, especially if you decide to to lay it out, yeah, everything about you, that's basically the point where you've accepted it. So if people question anything that you've done, you've already decided within yourself, like, All right, if this happens, I'll accept the questions, the judgment and everything. Yeah. Which is but, something I don't think people really take too much into consideration now. Like, have you noticed the? Uh, like you're not on Instagram necessarily, but you uh, are aware of Instagram. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you see what what people post there, you know. And I'm always like, look, or even on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Look, at the end of the day, post whatever you feel. You know, freedom of speech. Mm. But the one thing you have to put in consideration is, um. Okay, maybe uh, let's say you're running for a certain position. 
understand something that people are going to hold that shit against yes. you things that you i mean do you recall that the the miss the africa chick who apparently was tweeting some racist shit i mean to be honest eh, I, one or two are really, like hella racist but for me, when, when I was reading those threads, I'm just like, this is just a girl talking to other women. Like, hey. <laughs> this is another bitter woman talking to another bitter woman. But they held it against her. And, you know, obviously she was trying to like, you know, like, nah, no, it wasn't that bad. But what I'm saying is, I hope you can back your shit up when these things come to light. Like, stand, stand with what, you know, keep the same energy you had. Obviously, yeah, things, you grow and you learn different things. But yeah. at the end of the day, at least be mindful enough to acknowledge like, yeah, I said this, it was wrong, but that was what's going on in my head at that particular period in time. Do you know what's the weird thing? Uh, Even though you said that people don't care. Yeah, they, exactly. No, you'll find year, like a tweet from five years ago and they're like, yo, this guy said this. <laughs> and you're like, dude, it was five years ago. <laughs> it's five years ago. I, like, I've learned, <laughs> I've developed, man. Like, I've grown. You see, that's my, my fear. And not, mm-hmm. not in the sense of fear, but like, that's why I'm not on social media. <laughs> Dude, I find myself deleting images on Facebook. You know, like that history thing. <laughs> yeah. that memories, I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> and I find myself deleting these things. I'm like, nah, this cannot be here. Because the thing is, like, um, I think, particularly when I was younger, mm-hmm. I had a short fuse. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, did? Yeah, <laughs> I had a short fuse. Mm. But it took, le- it, it took a lot to ignite it. Get what I mean. Ah, so you you had the patience. Yeah, I had the patience until it was like. But until it's like. Bad. Who took my wing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. So <laughs> I know. Okay, not me now, but I, I guess I'm just used to not using social media. But mm. younger me would have written some stuff that the one day gets. <laughs> and that's why I was like. I that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to be on social networks or nah. social media because I know they there are a lot of stuff that I've thought about that if I wrote it mm. me getting a job in the next few years and they're like yo yeah, yeah you man. said this yeah. <laughs> so I'm convinced I'm convinced this day people are gonna see my shit from like way back and probably might it might use it against me I don't know and that's the thing with cancel culture that's why I hate cancel culture there's the good of it. Yeah. Where if you did something like wrong, that yeah, it was just genuinely yeah. wrong, and we're like, yo, nah, you can't do that. Yeah, that is fine. But that's the debate, though. What? Uh, canceling them instead of like teaching them. Like, okay, look, dude, you went wrong here. You can't, you can't be saying or doing these things. Yeah. If you cancel them, will there even be opportunity for them to even learn shit? Okay. Um, yeah, now okay, if you put it in that sense, right? Mm. I'm not saying I support cancel culture. I'm, I'm, I'm just dialogue, bro. But like, yeah, um, yeah. I I do question, particularly the thing of like five years. Let's say you tweeted something five years ago. Mm. You're probably in the wrong state of mind. You're immature, whatever you wanna yeah. um, say there. But it's like you can't, and it 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 has happened where somebody was canceled for like stuff they said years yeah. ago. Yeah. And I guess that's where the teaching experience should come in, right? But how many people would actually be like, nah, let's just teach him all this on the social media? That is, <laughs> they want blood, bro. And that's the thing, they it's like blood. they go out, 
it's like sharks and a drop of water mm. a drop of blood in the water oh, man. it's a whole frenzy so eesh. i don't know man like obviously there are things i can't back up because i was young in, immature yeah but i'm just gonna, i'm gonna have to own up to it because i'm like yeah i did say it and it's just be- it's just best to acknowledge these things and just be uh, humble about it at the end of the day, man. You said it. <laughs> so it's okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause, um, just don't be a prick about it and be like, oh, me. Do you know who I am? It's like, what? Dude, you're wrong. A lot, of, a lot of people have that defense where it's like, yeah. you know, when you're, at cert- when you're at a certain level, you're like, right, so you found a tweet from five years ago. What can you do about it? Mm. Right? It doesn't i guess it doesn't affect everyone the same way if you get what i mean like you trying to cancel donald trump because <laughs> of a tweet <laughs> really that's the most reckless guy we know man. yeah but like <laughs> let's see somebody trying to get a job yeah. and they said a lot of stuff i mean wasn't wasn't there that was it the bank was it was it bank when it was standard bank one of the managers said some like little racist shit I think I recall that. Yeah. I think it was even the newspaper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. He said some some really racial shit <laughs> on his Facebook, and I'm also not. And that these are the things that made me wonder, like, <sighs> do you guys not know how social media it, works? Especially that's, look, people, that's what I. <laughs> that's for me. The reason why I can say with the things that I say now is because I'm not known. I'm just, a, you know, I'm just. But you never know how things turn out. That is the that's, thing, and that's that, that's what kind of brings me back <laughs> to reality. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know 10 years from now you're like in this managing position position and they're like this guy said this yeah mm-hmm. and so then like, the whole your whole what your whole board is like now nah, we don't accept this in the company and then you lose your job over a five-year-old tweet a five-year-old tweet man. but again that's what i'm saying a lot of people shouldn't have phones or basically social no they shouldn't social. <laughs> like donald trump's one of them i don't know why i'm like how is the president tweeting so <laughs> even Hagi, i'm like why did this get a twitter again like <laughs> do your job man okay oh so it was actually the yeah bank window has dismissed the suspended sales manager yeah rian van royen for sharing a racial offensive post on his social media last year uh, which equated black people to monkeys. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, okay, like this, like this deserves, yeah, you just deserve to be gone. Because you see, in a situation like that, right, mm. that person could come out and be like, I, I'm sorry, I've learned my lesson. Like, nah. No way. Because <laughs> I think it was so recent. <laughs> like, like, it's like, he posted the thing like yesterday. Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, aren't you the manager of this place? Boom. You see, and you when you post that, I mean, at that age, you should know the consequences of your actions when you're posting something like that. I don't think they do. Man. What do you mean you don't think? Comparing clearly, that's not <laughs> comparing black people to monkeys. So why yeah. did you say what? How do you not know that? Uh, he he knew what he was doing. <laughs> or is it those underhanded jokes where it takes a while and you're like. Ah. Oh yeah, by the way, I found that quote, that Chinese proverb I was talking about. Yeah. I know when you t- I know that we're taking it back now. But remember I know you mentioned something about like uh, it's never too late to do certain things. Mm. So, and it made me think about this quote. So the best time to plant a tree was twenty years ago. 
the second best time is now. Ah, I, okay, I know that. That's 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 a dope one. Yes, I love yes. it. It made so much sense when you even I was like, oh yeah, because it because it is it is actually true though. Because you know we obsess so much about the past, like what could I have done? Mm. I wish Should've, I had done this. Yeah. I don't Instead want to live my life that way though. Sorry, I don't want to live my life that way. It all depends. I, I could have been. Uh, I could have been the president, or I could have been Mark Zuckerberg. I could have created Facebook. Yeah. But it's like, why didn't you? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not try it, fail, and then at least have some kind of you know reference when asked about these things in the future? Like, oh, no, this is where I went wrong. Do you know what's one thing that I've learned? And obviously, you can't apply it to everything. But like, if you fail at something and you like attempted it, and you like you did your best. Because there are situations where things just fail because either you aren't supposed to go down that path or you weren't prepared for, particularly like what business. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, there like people, like a hundred companies that start, but only a few succeed, right? So it's like you obsess about that. You want it to be this, you want it to be that. Wait, sorry, just pause. Um, it's good. Okay, but the thing that I've basically realized is when you do something and you fail, or when you try and fail, mm. whatever that venture may be, you barely have regrets. Because yeah. you tried it, you failed, and usually with failure, you have to accept it, right? Mm-hmm. Particularly if you want to move on to something else or you want to um, chase another venture or something. Yeah. You accept that I, I failed at this, so let me try something else. You have no, let me not say you don't have regrets, but you accepted it compared to like, if you didn't try at all, you'd always look back like 50 years from now or like 20 years from now, Mm -hmm. like, dude, I wish I could have done that. But if you did it and you're like, damn, you didn't go well, you're like, I, obviously it's not that simple, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, but you get some form of satisfaction, I guess, yeah. And it's like a form of acceptance where it's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I tried, man. Especially, especially when you're like, you know, you gave it your all. I mean, I mean, we can equate this to even varsity. Do you know how many Ooh. modules I've failed? <laughs> and I just, and I just wanted to like give up, like now I'm done. But I'm like, let me try one more time. There was actually <laughs> a lecture, right? Um, it was last year when we went on. Mm-hmm. Cause we do a whole research field trip. And he was one of the guys who's like, dude, you know, a course is supposed to be four years, but he's like, even if you do it five, you do it like five times, six times, seven times, just make sure like you, you complete it. If it's something that you want to do, yeah, right? Yeah. Like eventually it happens. You can't fail the same module like 10 years. I guess if it's calculus as well. There are some legends out there, man. Hey, there are some legends out there. That's the thing. It's like four, five, six, seven, eight years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, should I say it's a quote that I wrote for myself, but it's like, I don't want to say it's a quote, but it's something, is it a quote? Okay. Yeah, but it's like, it's, um, it's meaningful to you. So you can have a thousand losses, mm-hmm. but like one victory, one big victory, basically like, let me not say it, it negates all the losses, but, but it's like, it overrides them. Like yeah, to technically you, it does though. To you, <laughs> you're like, right? hey, I mi- I might have failed. Like, wh- wh- what is it? Thomas Edison, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Look at how many times they tried something, 
but then you succeeded and now everyone uses a light bulb exactly so think about it and and that's the thing it's like you gotta keep trying man because mm. even though you keep losing and i'm not saying obviously there is the whole educated uh, not guessing but like you you try something but you think about I if i keep doing this i'm willing to accept losing these resources and stuff yeah. for the long run but if you're like if i keep trying and i can't sustain my family you obviously have to look for something else i don't like telling people to give up on something right mm -hmm. but like when you have people who depend on you that's the thing especially if you're like going into business or something you can't just decide right, i'm going to start a company next year and quit my job while you have family uh, family and kids i'm not saying don't don't take the risk but it's like calculated risk man. calculated risks that's mm. the word that i wanted to say so it's the same thing like if you're going to gamble with varsity and everything it's all about having you know taking calculated risks or pursuing anything mm -hmm. then you keep on failing mm -hmm. i'd say keep trying but obviously you you do you do the math you check the odds and you're like if i keep doing this can i sustain myself whether it's sustaining yourself or are you willing to accept the time lost yeah to eventually get that and again it's the thing of like let's say a thousand losses in one victory do you you're like hey yo i don't care about those things yeah. <laughs> i went through it done <laughs> this particular win was enough for me yeah it's and yeah. that is the thing that throughout my trip as well like the stuff that i went through right? mm -hmm. once i got to the other side i'm like and i don't say it i don't even like remember a lot of stuff but it's basically I, I was a different person back then. I always it's I don't want to say that I wasn't like the same individual, but me now and looking back to the past me, it's it's a different person completely. You grew, man. That that's that, I, I love that word so much because change when I when okay everyone has this I have my own um, thing where I look at words and try to break them down yeah it's like when someone says you've changed it's like well it doesn't have to be in a bad way <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to be a bad way you know what i mean someone yeah. just you know changing for the better but in this case i don't i don't feel like you've changed as a person but you've definitely grown as a person as a, you've developed certain things skills again then it's like yeah I'm, that's why i like the word growth rather because i feel like if you change that you wouldn't be the same person i'm sitting with right now in that sense yeah, I get I get what you mean. Yeah. But also change isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, not at all. Uh, I'm just this is just like my perspective. This is my thing I like looking at. I like breaking down words. <laughs> like yeah, 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 mm. yeah. No, but I I don't know if if I can say this. Mm -hmm. But it comes back to I lost a lot of time. Yeah. Again, should have, would have, could have, right? Mm, 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 mm that eats me up every day the like losing the, of time the, the, i basically lost my whole youth if i'm being honest completely oh. okay right okay obviously i did a lot of stuff that youth would do but like the experiences you know mm. what you thought you in your in that phase should be experiencing is not what i was like experiencing and obviously i look back at it now and you can't change it it happened but that's the one thing that i still 
regret so or done. hate because I'm like I could have done so much yeah no. but now you had to deal with this one thing like for quite a long time then you also lost a lot of stuff back then you lost a lot of people mm. lost a lot of opportunities but I guess this is where the whole growth thing comes in where it's like you've grown as a person so let's see what you can do now and mm-hmm. that's that's the same thing i ask myself when or the counter statement when that thought shows up like you've lost a lot of time yeah but i'm like i but you've grown from the person you were so what can you do now or how can you change the life that you're gonna live for your future because yeah. it's always the thing of I guess when we're young, we don't think about how much our decisions impact our future, right? And exactly. Yeah. It's only when you're older that you look back and you're like, I should have done all that. And that comes back to the lot, like I lost about a decade mm. to dealing with myself or fixing myself to be a more functional person. Do, do you think, do you believe in that? That's saying um, everything happens for a reason. I believe in it, but I question it. You get what I mean? <laughs> as you should, man. As yeah, you should. Um, yeah. But you like, what, what do you think of that particular statement? Because people, people. I mean, like I can't really look. Okay, I look at. I look at. Like let's say, look at Jay Z, right? Yeah. We all know he, he was a dope boy back in the day. Uh, but what, was it he was possi- possibly supposed to serve a long sentence i hear <laughs> and all i all i know is when you're in a different tax bracket you're gonna get sued yeah. every other day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is like i wouldn't say him selling drugs whatever like was uh what wasn't should. the good yeah, yeah it's one you should do but it was what was happening around him at that time so it's like these decisions that he made all led him to here. So I'm like, was that was that the, was like did that happen for a reason? Him selling drugs did that happen for a reason? Because if he didn't, would he actually be where he is right now? You know what I mean? Can I can I ask you a question? Uh, Do you believe your fate or destiny is predefined in the sense that oh, your um, life is scripted? since you were born i'm not saying there aren't different no. paths yeah. that you go through that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying it's a straight path yeah there are multiple paths mm-hmm. that you go through mm-hmm. but in a sense you're supposed to be there again everything happens for a reason uh, but like yeah. who how, out of the million possibilities, uh-huh. choices that you could have made, why did you make that choice? That's a good one. Well, I'm going to equate that to a lot of factors, but the one thing is choices. You as a person. You see, that's why I question free will, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, feel, you feel like this is not predetermined, like to some level? Yeah. I uh, don't think life is all random. If you look at life in itself, the world, mm. very, it's very ordered. Like if you look at um, relationships, whether it's nature or 
certain cycles that happen mm-hmm. despite how chaotic <coughs> they may seem like the cycle or you know predator prey relationship it's it's structured you know this guy only hunts these types of prey mm-hmm. and these plants only grow in this type of soil or in this type of season there's a whole structure behind it what says the human the fate of the individual should i say mm-hmm. is not the same in the sense that it has an ordered path but again not ordered in the sense of it's a straight line mm-hmm. but like i wrote this story somebody wrote this story mm. and this is now your chapter two and it's like this is how chapter two is supposed that's to happen that's an interesting one did you make okay what if what if uh what's the what's the what's the marketing term hey you can't ask me did <laughs> it's like let me say i I place you in a controlled environment Mm -hmm. right i literally just created an environment yeah but the but the decision is up to you so whatever happens in this in this environment let's say you start to go left right then you're gonna have to deal with the the left the left consequences if you decide to go right I just feel like do, do you know I, what's the question I'm going to ask about that? Okay. Did you tell me what the consequences? No. Right, same thing with choices people make, <laughs> like, right? The whole hindsight is 2020. Yeah. It's only when you look back that you realize you made a mistake if you think about it. In that current moment or when you're making that decision. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't have time to think about your, yeah. what you're going to make or the decision you're going to take. And it just happens and it might affect the next few years of your life. Mm, right? mm, okay. But it's only okay. when you when the consequences are revealed to you that you're like, all right, so why didn't you why didn't you reveal all the other options to me as well? Because that's what I keep Because it's true, man. Think about it. Like okay. can you okay, yes, you can hold people accountable for their decisions. Mm-hmm. But particularly kids or teenagers, right? They do something and it's only when you tell them you screwed up big time and you tell them I, this is what's going to happen to you like let's say a guy going to what juvenile mm-hmm. what what do you call prison? yeah, yeah. Juvenile prisons. yeah but like that kid growing up in that environment mm. doesn't know the other options if you get what i mean yeah. he doesn't know the other choices you could make mm-hmm. and that i think you said like environment and everything yeah yeah so a person who has who, who has more choices revealed to them can make better decisions than somebody who has less choices revealed to them. And it's only again the hindsight thing where you look back and you're like, maybe I should have studied for that test. Because <laughs> <get> <laughs> again, <laughs> with decisions, again this is just based on stuff. I think yeah. with a decision that you make, you basically unlock that path. Mm-hmm. Get, like I said, you have multiple paths, right? So once you make this decision, you unlock every other, should I say, scenario that is supposed to. That's behind, yeah, that's behind that decision, right? Yeah. But again, I'm not saying it's a straight line, Mm. but I'm just saying it's not, it can't be random. Mm. Like, even, I think there's a control to even the whole free will thing. What do you think that is? What what kind of forces are we talking about? Are we just talking about, talking about God? It depends on who you believe in. (laughs) 
Um, yes, but you know, like, what 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 determines these things? And yeah, was a deep question. I think I I'll go nuts. Just, if I even had the answer, I think I'll go mad, man. It's it's the same thing of I asked somebody this question, right? Because mm-hmm. we're talking about have you seen the actual um, illustrations of what angels are supposed to look like? Yeah. The whole eight eyes yeah. and stuff. And and that's why I know, but think about it. Why do you think why do they why do you think they always tell you do not be afraid? <laughs> but maybe it occurs in human form but it it it, it made me laugh when i when i saw the images you can just there was a whole um, video that but even oh, just okay. you know representations of what angels look like hmm. but obviously that's that depends on what type of what you believe in right yeah but it just made me laugh because you read so many times that like the angel told guys like don't be afraid <laughs> like, and you're like what, what? do you mean <laughs> but, do you see how you look <laughs> but i think they they are should i go biblical spiritual they are yeah. forces yeah. that influence that i believe like, i believe they are i don't know because um i i think uh, the world. Let me not say the world. Let me not, let me not speak for the world. Actually, it's too much. We're not as religious as we were once, right? I think it's because you've gone through so much that you're like, "Where's this homie <laughs> been?" <laughs> it's always like that. Like you went through the most, yeah, and you're like, "Yo, I thought you're looking out for me." That yeah. is, that is the thing. But also, like, at the end of the day. uh we're left with our own interpretations of you know what religion is or what god is because i don't know we have so many because i i feel like there would be less conflict if we just had one religion i think like not less conflict yeah less conflict there would still be conflict but less because if you look at all these scenarios the uh palestine yeah you know the, thing, like the question is then okay the one question the first question would be um mm. which religion would it be that's why i'm not even gonna get into that because <laughs> yeah. i don't know what's better and, and like is it inclusive of everyone and, uh, it, okay. it should be you know it, sh- it should be some like universal religion yeah you know but it's not the case now is it because even if you look at now because for me one of the things that one of the main factors for me is just how how um pastors like in our this modern day era are using <laughs> that is scheming off the top man like hey, the reason, I don't want no comment <laughs> on that but have you been I think it was in the newspaper right mm-hmm. one of the police of like the police is starting to crack down oh, like, these yeah. churches and they're like yo uh, what's the what's lady Fonseca yeah, Fonseca yeah whoa. Like, yo. no they're cracking down but, hard but I think it's a good thing in the sense of like um because some of these guys are, are corn artists. And this much, is going man. on the internet, so I don't want to be called. But, but <laughs> like, yeah. I um, know you're right. Man. Yeah, but some you're some of these right. guys are, are conning people, which is basically, that gets into, like, criminal territory. Like, that yeah. That should involve the police. Because now is. you're conning people. It's not just religious anymore. And that's why I'm like, I'm not against what they're doing because some of these guys really need to be <laughs> called out on their actions. Exactly. Because, but 
it's most the 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 narrative the narrative of what religion is from what we were told back in the day if you know like have you noticed like back in the day we were not allowed to question anything about the bible yeah you know and, and now we're kind of like in the modern era we're like yeah some things don't make sense man you know I think even though even when I was told don't question the Bible, I still question it. Yeah. But I always just question. But, but never out loud. There's always that guy. Okay, yeah. like, oh man, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and I don't think you, uh, it's not like God would be like, hey, why are you asking? Why are you questioning? It's more like um, you're asking because you're like you don't know. It's and, and something's happening, and you're like, I I thought this is supposed to. Because I I find it hard to believe that God made me like this narrow-minded person who doesn't think of anything i feel like the reason why we even question things is because he created us that way to uh, some level he made me smile because i wanted because i had the exact question that i want to ask oh <laughs> isn't that the free will thing who who presented you free free will? Free, yeah. i don't know is it when when he presented the the whole apple of or the fruit in the middle ah it's like once like i you know i don't want to i don't obviously you can take out the bible and stuff but that's where it's like you get the whole free will thing and you're aware of a lot more stuff and i guess that's Mm. the consequence of it but again i don't know what type of being we would have been you know i i'm not gonna call i'm gonna say it's bullshit yeah but who wrote that? You know what I mean? The Bible, it depends on which version. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm not, and trust me, I'm not, I'm not trying to question, you know, but yeah. it's just, um, even when you look at uh, African history, we came from slaves. But if you like, really had to do a little deeper dive, you'd understand that we already modernized, like, to some level. Like, we were already good. It's just, it was easy for people to erase that, history, that part of history. Which is why people also are facing identity crises because they're yeah. like, I don't know where I'm from. So it's like, when I hear certain stories, I'm just like, man, who wrote this? Like, what was the motive also behind it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're because we're, we're actually in this WhatsApp group and we're talking about this, right? Yeah, it's just the whole Bible thing. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the chapter where it's like, you know, the Bible talks about the whole when you own a slave, and again, there are chapters where it's like <laughs> it tells you about your slave this and this being obedient and stuff like yeah. um and i was like i imagine how many like especially in the south of the states right how many of those guys would read that chapter to the slaves and be like you see even god says you should be submissive to me if you get what i mean you see what i mean and you could that's Who's controlling the narrative but that is the power you see it's yeah. the same thing with like the whole preachers right mm-hmm you could twist a verse and be like, yo, God said you should give me all your money, bro. It says it right here. Dude, do you remember there's a, a, a situation? <laughs> <laughs> the pastor convinces lady to sell her house. And like, I think he gave her like 10,000. Like, yeah, and I'm going to pray for the rest. Do you know where this girl was found? Mercedes-Benz dealership. Copying a Benz. <laughs> and... That's why again I don't want to speak. <laughs> yeah. Because okay, not, not I'm, not, I'm not questioning religion itself. Yeah. Or 
I'm questioning the people who are using these things for the, the, the wrong yeah, reasons, like the man. motives basically. the motives yeah man because somebody can have like malicious intentions and like yo this I'm gonna milk these yeah. people I mean aren't they, aren't they like these dudes in as these these churches sprouting in SA right. and uh, they sort all these places and they're like having sex in front of the congregation and washing the ladies I've seen some wild videos man and I'm like man bruh, people being <laughs> slapped and stuff it's crazy eating grass being stepped on like it's just uh, I don't get it man and I guess that's where it comes back to the whole question you know? mm. some people you know you you get the, this verse gets read to you mm-hmm. and obviously you're in church you're like alright yeah and then usually uh, I haven't been to church in a while but like yeah. No, the pastor would read read a verse and then uh, he'll try to you know interpret it and mm-hmm. explain it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or usually the verse is related to the theme of the day. Like let's say the theme of today is let's say wealth. So we'll look for verses and we'll read some verses regarding wealth. Yeah. So when you hear that, you 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 don't go back and go read. Uh, let me not say some people don't because that's clearly the people who get. Or again, sometimes it's a whole desperation thing. Um, but I'll speak mm. on that later. But it's like, you know, some people just don't go read. Because one thing I've checked with the Bible, reading a verse versus the whole chapter, there's all, you get a, a greater context. Yeah. If you read yeah. the whole chapter and then you're like, oh, this is how this verse fits into everything. Mm. But if I only read you that section, you'd be like, all right, so this is it. You see? This is how, but then you go read it and you're like, ah, there's more to it. Means. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's what those guys are doing. And they're doing it very well. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there are some really some uplifting verses I've heard. I remember my, my 19th birthday. I, 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 I think I wrote it somewhere, but my aunt read me this, this, this passage and, and, and I just liked it, man. So there are some uplifting things. Yeah, no. You know, some really some great stuff. No lie. Like it's just, I, I just, I'm just, I'm just conflicted by these dudes. Like, cause I, I know, I know the feeling of being fucked over. That feeling uh, sucks. And especially when, especially when you use like, um, like in this case, people use religion or whatever to, to, to feel some kind of a fulfillment, man. They need some, something uh, to believe in. And when you use that shit against people like that, no, intentionally, yeah, yeah, it yeah. sucks, bro. Ah, like I said earlier, right? The whole thing of desperation. Mm, right? mm, mm. If you're in a wheelchair and and again you've lost hope and everything, mm. like the doctors say they can't do A, B, and C, right? And obviously, it's not everyone who does it, but you know, some someone would go to church and let's say one of these mega churches type of dudes right? mm-hmm. and the dude would be like yo um, we can heal you and stuff you know yeah you're desperate at that point you know you want help you want answers you see it on tv it's like yo this person can walk <laughs> so you go there and you're like yo maybe this guy can make me walk you get what i mean i'm not saying i don't believe in miracles yeah but it's more of you know with that form of desperation you're like all right i'm gonna go to this church he He'll probably make me walk, right? Yeah. And sometimes you have to pay ridiculous amounts and like they milk you for that, it. That's where the bullshit comes in. Because I I remember, I think there's a, you're familiar with Logic, right? The rapper? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I remember uh, there's a particular verse he was like, a prophet 
doesn't do it for the profits. Um, Yo, which which album is that? So uh, in, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Was it Under Pressure or was it Everybody? But it does sound like something logic. Yeah. Okay, but but the idea is any person who's trying to heal the world. I mean, look at Jesus. Jesus didn't do anything for for any kind of money. He was just trying to make the world a better place, yeah. and they shunned him for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in this case, I'm like, like what pastor? Why, why, why do you need? A jet, private jet. Haven't you seen uh, <laughs> the guys in the states? <laughs> it's just like if you if you say these things, you're like, oh no, you're, you're against this, or you're like, it's like, oh, you're atheist. You're like, no, I'm just, no, I'm just trying to make sense of these things. Like, is anybody else what, seeing see what I'm trying what to see? <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. The guy's excuse was apparently oh, it was for him to travel further and faster. To basically spread the word of God, and I'm yeah, like, headline, so you like, need the press. <laughs> but unfortunately, there are people who who are, they're fixated, or it's like, should I say obsessed? Yeah, with a certain type of preacher who's like, I'm not saying all of them. There are the good ones. Yeah, there are the good ones. But you know, some guys just talk very well, and you're like, yo, this guy is talking the truth. But I like to have a conversation with one, because. They seem very enthusiastic. Like they're really like they have an aura, I guess, of <laughs> authority and it's just um, being a good actor sometimes. I, I guess so, nah. But you, have you, you have you watched the Twitter uh, Tinder swindler? Nah. <laughs> oh, okay. So basically, this dude. Long story short, this dude conned women at, like close to I think ten, twelve million dollars. It's like a Ponzi scheme of women. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. He got money from this lady, used on this lady. Got money from that lady, used on another lady. Got money from this lady. Uh, and it's just like luxury things, man. Private jets, cars, trips, dinners, parties. So it's like, same thing, kind of. <laughs> you see, but with stuff like that, particularly, it's the same thing with scams, right? Mm-hmm. I call you out. I'm like, dude, why are you giving somebody you don't even know? <laughs> like, was it... Um, it was a thing in the states man like just some scammers i don't know who the artist was i think the lady was like 50 60 years old mm. i think was it the weekend i think the guy mm. said they were the weekend and it's like um it's maybe something to do with like their accommodation or something mm-hmm. can you send me money or do it mm. bro this lady sent money she thought she was talking to the weekend it was some oh. nigerian dude oh. <laughs> And they catch the old folks in the states. That's the thing. There's a whole system there. But not, you know. I hear these stories. I'm like, how gullible do you have to be, man? I don't know. Imagine yeah. the weekend, like, dude. I don't do you, even know me. How do you be inboxing you of all people? Like, who are you, first of all? But yeah. I don't know. People are really like convincing, man. That, that's why I like. I would love to sit down and just like hear these people talk. I think again, it's you know. It's it's the whole combination of everything, like desperation and yo, mm. and you're just there like. Wasn't there a scenario here where um, some dude was pretending to be Exit's brother or something like that? You read that? You read that story? Nah, I, haven't read. <laughs> I think it was like you know, the last month, this last year, early like November maybe. This guy was texting this girl. I think as Exit, one of the artists, and then he convinced her to come to the north. She did. And he's like, no, nah, I'm the brother. I'm gonna take you to the guy or something. Yeah. I don't know. But he ended up, I think, uh, he ended up assaulting her. You know, along those lines. So. 
That's I hate the whole that catfishing. Yeah, that's straight up catfishing right there, man. Um, what was it? Didn't that happen? There was a thing in the states that happened where it's like. Yeah, states is popping every day, bro. <laughs> they like this dude put up a picture of a blonde lady. Hmm. Like she, not she. Okay, she based on the picture. The picture she oh, wow. the guys like, yo, this is my crib. What, what, what? And the homies would go to the crib. All you find there was a big guy with a hammer and stuff, bro. And he's like, yo. Because imagine that. You're so excited that you're going to meet this person. <laughs> so this monster it's of like, a dude. <laughs> like, yo, this is a dude. I'm, are you her brother? <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm looking for Sarah. He's <laughs> yeah, looking at you like, Sarah, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's why I'm like, the whole... Um, catfishing thing is 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 very i think is it a gullible thing same as the scams it's literally what we're talking about like religion um you're using love in this case to con someone you're using using something so pure man something that's meant to be so pure but not using it for like all the wrong reasons i guess people are desperate for love guys people love love it's just unfortunate that you get these kind of guys. The thing is, like, um, I was again having a conversation with somebody. It's my cousin, mm-hmm. and it's like our definition of love is so defined by media, like what we've watched in movies and the scripts. That's the benchmark, no? Yeah. Right? That's <laughs> the I swear it's, but, it's, a, it's bad, bro. But you see, that's the thing. So imagine whether it's a guy or a girl, right? Mm-hmm. You've met, and you know, we have this whole thing of the arguments, particularly about love. That was you need to argue and you have to have fights because it's your love and stuff. Right? Or how that way. Yeah. And you the, guys have a fight, but that's why I'm like. Okay, I look at the closest thing, closest couple in my life, my parents. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Y'all still like each other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to, uh, and it's like there's the good part of like you being you being with somebody that long. It's just the angry because they know you so well. They know you so well. So like, no, nah, no, nah, just do this and this, right? Instead of let's, and then you're trying to build something with. Yeah, that becomes like a bit tricky, huh? I mean, TV, you get what I, mean? <laughs> I don't. It, it's just it's unrealistic at the end of the day. Some of these it looks nice. Oh, let me show you the fucked up side of your baby, yo. <laughs> you know, like the, the shitting, the cr- success, particularly in so like the whole social media thing, right? Like somebody who, unfortunately, if you hold someone in power, it's yeah, it just never ends well. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the wrong intentions. But yeah, man. Uh Ray, yeah, it's been another one. I uh, appreciate you coming to share a story, half of it at least. <laughs> no but it was more than enough, man. Like I said, I just wanted people to get context because I don't want them to question your credibility. Validity, yeah, because yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, like like I said, man, I'm trying to involve people who actually have insight and who can actually help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. It's always a blast. Yeah. Second time. Who else, Second is here? Time. Who, who else is here twice? 
Ah, uh, Natango was here twice. Yeah, but he didn't <laughs> listen to it. I have to. <laughs> but like, yeah, um, no, it's always it awesome, you know, yeah, to man. share the experience. Because mm-hmm. again, you never know. Somebody might just need to hear that. Where it's like, I'm not the only one experiencing it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it. And that's what I'm like. That's that's my main goal of sharing. It's that thing of you never know who you help, bro. Because mm. if you had experience and you made it out, you still have knowledge of how to navigate through it. Exactly, man. So but you never know. That's the that's the that's the whole uh, point, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Again, thank thank you again, man. No, yeah. always welcome, bro. Uh, hey, everybody. You know what to do. If you don't know, forget about it. Alright, that being said, peace. Bye. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh. Type of lifestyle that we living over here is not the same. People say they never gon' change, but they change. Times are moving faster, ain't no time to switch a lane. Keep me out of range, they say nothing strange. Load my ammo in my clip and I go happy. Might just paint over.